This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. People of Earth, your planet has to destroy. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, the world's most trusted conspiracy theory podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Olivia Haidar. Hey, everybody, welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? I'm Olivia Haidar. I'm talking quieter than usual because we are infiltrating Bohemian Grove today. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. Except just by way of an Alex Jones documentary about Bohemian Grove. Olivia, how's it going? (laughs) Uh, It's going okay. It's going okay. Today's episode was your idea. Explain yourself. It was. And I'm sorry, but I, I will say. I found this fascinating, but no, go on. It is fascinating. There's a lot here. It's not fascinating for the reasons Alex Jones <laughs> wants it to be fascinating, but I found that right. this exists to be very fascinating. Right, right. Yeah, well, so, okay, so, honest, like, being honest, I literally just Googled, I didn't know that this existed. I vaguely knew that Alex Jones had once broken into Bohemian Grove and had, like, filmed stuff, but I didn't know that this documentary existed and i but i i wanted to talk about bohemian grove and so i googled bohemian grove documentary and this popped up it's not a great story but i just thought it was funny that like i didn't i kind of was hoping that there would be like a a documentary from like someone who i guess wasn't alex jones yeah about it yeah i'm with you i find Bohemian Grove to be fascinating. Yeah. But I find this documentary to be fascinating for different reasons. Right. Like, it starts to get into the history of Bohemian Grove, and I'm like, I don't want this from Alex Jones. Like, I can... No. I can find the history of Bohemian Grove on my own. Yeah. I want to see all the other stuff. Like, Wikipedia didn't exist when this was made, but it sounds like maybe the person who wrote the Wikipedia summary for... Bohemian Grove just transcribed this because that's just what it is. It's just a lot of rote facts. And it's a very weird artifact, I would say. Like, just a very strange thing. And, like, I this might be fucked up, but I actually, it made Bohemian Grove seem less creepy to me. Agreed. Which is, I did not think was going to be, I did not expect that to be the outcome. It made Bohemian Grove seem like a very exclusive music festival. Yes, yeah, or just like a a shitty summer camp for rich people. And what I like about it, one, Alex Jones, by the year 2000, I think was capable of producing better quality footage than this. I think Alex Jones, and I'm not joking, was trying to kind of make another Blair Witch project. (laughs) Because this is one year removed from the Blair Witch Project, and everything about the way it's executed speaks to the Blair Witch Project, from the fact that a lot of the footage is just him sitting in a hotel room talking to his crew. A lot of build-up. It all feels very found-footage horror movie-like. Yeah. But Uh, also with a side dish of... American propaganda where yeah every once in a while for reasons that still make no sense he'll jump in and go you know the international criminal court is coming and it's like no one cares about that except the Bush administration that is about to commit a bunch of war crimes in the Middle East like this right. well what, which doesn't exist yet the Bush administration technically they come up they, they, oh no I know oh I know <laughs> they come I, up we and will even, get to it. Even the way they come up feels suspicious to me. Yeah, I will say it's interesting. Well, it's interesting because I watched the documentary that we see being made. That is basically the reason that this documentary got made, uh, which was made for the Channel 4 by 
the journalist John Ronson. And it does offer some interesting insights as far as background details and technical things that Alex leaves out of his documentary. And I mean, look, it is still 2000 and 2000 is basically the 90s. Yeah. And like home video equipment was very expensive and not very good. And so even like the really good stuff, like they show that they bought like a a mini DV camera, you know, but like, again, we're talking about a little squat thing. Alex Jones was in a scanner darkly by this point. I no, 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 no. When did that come out? Scanner darkly is 2006. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I know he had been, like he's been prank. Like Infowars was a thing by this point. Infowars Infowars existed, but it was more of a regional, like he's much more of a regional figure at, at this point. Like people know him nationwide because the internet is starting to become a thing. And so, you yeah. know, that's how these conspiracy theories kind of cohere nationwide. But like, he's still very much, a, this is nascent. He hasn't like, like, because we both agree that he is absolutely a, at least inadvertent if not purposeful government plant uh, absolutely Absolutely. who is fed information in order to make it seem ridiculous basically but i get the vibe that this is pre-selling out if that makes sense like this is real early alex jones still i don't know the year 2000 which is kind of crazy i i'm just suspicious one of the things he tries to tie Bohemian Grove to, the way he focuses sure. on the International Criminal Court really ruffles my feathers. Because he definitely, yeah. But that's, that's also part of that globalist thing from pre-9-11. It is, but it's such a specific thing to worry about. Because yeah. <laughs> who would worry about that more than the American government going well, into I, I don't disagree. <laughs> Like, and also the access he gets to Bohemian Grove, this doesn't feel like an infiltration. It feels like an invitation. Well, yes, but also that's the part that the British doc actually gets into a lot more than the Alex Jones one, which is weird because so much of the Alex Jones documentary that we're talking about today is like the first hour of it is just a road trip. This could have been... 25 minutes long. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. He could have just got to the point. And and you know what? This British documentary that I'll reference a few more times, it's like 48 minutes long. It's very short. It's a very short thing. But it is interesting. Like, we see him meet with his source because apparently he had, and he he doesn't mention this at all in his documentary. It's weird that he's got this weird source who's a lawyer named Rick, who he knows has infiltrated Bohemian Grove in the past and is going to like give them tips on how to like get in. And they have this whole like covert meaning where they talk about disguises and shit. And I'm just shocked that Alex just didn't include it in his version of the documentary. Because Rick is probably CIA or some shit. He might be. He might be. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like it, I, I think that Alex is still at least at this point fully believes everything that he is saying about this. Oh, like yeah. that is just the overwhelming vibe you get. And it's just, yeah, this lawyer Rick guy, he like tells them how to dress. Like the vibe that you get. And we, like you mentioned, is that it's a super exclusive music festival, dinner party, like summer camp, all rolled into one. And when you're super rich and you're wanting to like relax, your security is going to be very lax. And I feel like it probably isn't if you look like you fit in. As long as you make it past like a security checkpoint, I feel like it might be pretty easy to get in. So let's get into the documentary. Yes, sorry. Yeah, we're we're, we're talking all around it. All of this happens around July 15th, 2000. That is when the gathering at Bohemian Grove of the Bohemian Club happens. The one in particular that Alex Jones infiltrates. He goes into a bunch of history about Bohemian Grove and he talks about how it was founded by like intellectuals who wanted an escape from like Judeo-Christian norms in yeah. things, man. And something about him just saying that 
made it seem a little less like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's sketchy. Yeah. But again, it feels like Coachella sketchy. Like it feels like this is just a place the very richest people go to, you know, do some debauchery. Like this is the purge. Absolutely. Yes. I think that's absolutely it. And like the the thing is, the the thing that is scary about Bohemian Grove is that it's all of these powerful people from all sides of the political spectrum and economic strata coming together and hanging out and like being all friendly and making deals with each other and going into back rooms of back rooms and shit like that. And not that they are also like sacrificing people to Moloch or whatever or committing some pig. I don't give a shit. That's the thing. Like Alex Jones believes in God. Like he's a Christian and he believes in the devil and shit. And so he is just terrified of that as well. Yeah. I mean, he believes in, I don't know. I don't know that Alex Jones genuinely believes anything like well, no. I think okay, Alex sure. Jones is 100% government plan. I don't think there is a genuine fiber in his being. Like, No, absolutely. I honestly would not be surprised if he is Bill Hicks. Like, <laughs> the circumstances surrounding the death of Bill Hicks and the rise of Alex Jones are very fucking weird. Like... I feel like Alex Jones has a fucking job to do. And I think he's doing it in this documentary. Like, I don't think for a second that Alex Jones mistrusts the government. Alex Jones Mm. is the government. He is 100% the government. And he wouldn't be in the position to show us the footage he shows us in this documentary if he was not at least somewhat connected to the government. This is like, think about... What he's attending. This is a gathering of all of the biggest world leaders. Right. And he shows up days in advance and is interviewing locals and is like, mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to fucking infiltrate the. Did you know they're eating babies in there? Right, and it's like, right. where is the scene of the feds kicking in his hotel room and black bagging <laughs> this motherfucker? That just happened to an ABC News producer. Under the Biden administration. Yeah. Like, Alex Jones... But the the news producer was looking into real stuff. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Alex Jones isn't looking into real stuff here. Alex Jones is trying to let people know globalists and their international criminal courts that will eventually want to take down the Bush administration for war crimes are a real problem. And it's like, no one's fucking worried about the International Criminal Court. It's like, this is so, this feels like the government saw the Blair Witch Project and was like, (laughs) let's do that to at least partially sell what we're about to do in the Middle East. And I know Bush wasn't elected yet, but wasn't he? Wasn't he? (laughs) This is a conspiracy podcast. We are just right in those fucking pre 9-11 vibes talking about this shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is just, ugh. this is all um, happening when yeah, we trusted like, the government way too much still. Yeah. We, we've gotten into this before a little bit, but like, I don't think that he, I think that he believes in a, like as much as he, he is like clearly a, a bad person and like, doesn't like believe in the way that like you or I or the people at home like believe in things. But like, I think he thinks some of this shit's real. And I think he might be more unwitting, at least at, especially at this point that we're talking about in 2000. Like now, I don't know. I will accept that he thinks some of this stuff is real. Yeah. But I 100% in my heart of hearts think it's because someone from the government came to him and was like, hey, all this stuff you're saying, it's all it's all real. So how about how about you come work with us to stop it? Yeah. Well, look, I think that's probably at least true. If not about this specific thing, then about a lot of stuff that he has talked about. But also, I think a lot of those people also believe in that shit. Like, I think this kind of goes a little bit further. And like, oh, it's not in this, but it's in the British documentary 
you see him before the documentary takes place immediately before. And he's like a local celebrity in Austin, uh, an underground type celebrity guy who people just know. And he goes to a church and like gives a speech about globalism and shit. And the documentary crew's in the back and you see soldiers in like uniform, like clapping about, we're going to take the shit back from them and like you know we're not gonna let that let them destroy what we love and that sort of thing and like i bet that those like you know there's a there's a route for information to get to him right there like because he has very devoted fans who will bring him whatever and he's gonna believe it because they're from the military I don't know. He's a fucking crazy figure. But I there's just so many off out of character moments uh, scattered throughout all this where I just feel like he believes this shit. At least this shit. I feel like he believed it. Yeah, he does engage in some classic Alex Jones misdirection. Is it misinformation? Mm -hmm. I don't know. He brings up David Gergen, who was a member of the Clinton administration. And he talks about how David Gergen joined the Clinton administration and decided to quit all of these groups he was a part of. Mm -hmm. And he shows you this newspaper article and he like underlines a line that makes it seem like David Gergen was saying, I'm not going to run around naked. Right. And if you look into it, David Gergen quit the Bohemian club because it was a group that discriminated Based on sex. Right. And it was a bad look for someone in the Clinton administration to be a member of a group that didn't allow women. Sure. And Alex Jones is painting it like, oh, well, this guy was so fucking weirded out by all the things he saw inside Bohemian Grove. Like David Gergen at first was like, I'm not going to quit. Like, why would I quit the Bohemian Club? Are you crazy? Right. And then pressure <laughs> mounted and people were like, you got to quit. The same thing happened to Vince Foster before mm. he joined the Clinton body count. Of course, of course. He was a member of some country club that didn't allow mm-hmm. women. And at first he was like, no, but it's rad. And I like being there. So I'm just going to stay there. And eventually sure. people were like, no, you have to quit. And he did. Right. But Alex Jones is painting this like, oh, this guy was so sketched out by what he saw inside there. He had to quit. Nope. Right. Not what happened at all. And if you're an Alex Jones truther, Mm -hmm. you ought to ask yourself why he's being that dishonest about that detail, because it's really the only like outsider criticism that is involved in that. Like there's not, he interviews some locals, but there's no like other government people who've been there who are like, man, I'm right. not going to fucking believe this. Yeah. And it's like, no, why, it's, it, like, why is he lying about it? Like if you trust Alex Jones, you should ask yourself why he's lying about that yeah. seemingly minor detail. Absolutely. Don't trust Alex Jones. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, also don't trust this, Alex Jones. It's Jesus. Yeah, it's right up there with trust in the government. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> I did think for most of this that he the woman who was filming him was his now ex-wife, but it, apparently no, it's a girlfriend from earlier, but thought that was interesting. Oh, she was a girlfriend, though. Yeah, girlfriend at the time, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if she was just, like, working for InfoWars. No, I I mean, yes, but Well, yeah, obviously, but... Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they were dating. Yeah, there's uh, some interesting interviews with her. She... A lot of talk in the the behind-the-scenes about guns. Like, they they keep saying, man, I wish we could have guns here. (laughs) I mistrust so much about this. I hate... Oh, yeah. I hate the way the camera shakes like the Blair Witch Project. Like, well, this is what I was talking about. Like the behind, like the camera is, and he mentions it briefly in this, but you don't really get a look at it. The camera is this little shitty thing that goes in like a fake pager. What if Alex Jones made this as a horror movie and the government (laughs) saw it and was like, no, 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 no. We can use this. We can use it. Maybe. Yeah, that might be it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then they made this does have a very similar climax to uh, The Last Exorcist. Yeah. The uh, Last Exorcism. Very similar ending with a lot of fire and people dancing around. It had a lot of found footage vibes. He might have been going for Blair Witch, but it also did seem like they were using like really shitty cameras and almost comedically trying to keep 
their shit hidden. Uh, it's just really yeah. weird. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We talked about it a little bit already, but there's a whole part of the documentary that's just like road trip footage. Yes. And it's the kind of thing, like, I would watch this from Nirvana in the 90s. <laughs> like, I would watch sure. I would watch a road documentary about Stone Temple Pilots. Right. I don't give a shit about Alex Jones getting to Bohemian Grove, but he seems <laughs> to think I really, really, really give a shit. And this yeah. is the part where it also really felt Blair Witch Project E to me. Right, yeah, because there's the whole prologue. Although the prologue in Blair Witch is like 15 minutes. <laughs> it's very short. But also there were scenes in Blair Witch Project that are so similar to this where it's like, Oh, sure. Oh, you know, this is just like off the cuff banter and we're just talking in a motel room. Yeah. And like, can you believe you you found this footage? And then it's going to build up to this amazing thing. And it's like with Blair Witch, it worked. And with this, it doesn't like. Well, sure. It's a good movie. (laughs) When. Also, it's fake. It's fake. Yeah. But also, if you remember how Blair Witch was sold. I do. Yeah. It was sold as if it wasn't fake. Like they right. There was like us. a minute where people were like, oh, is it real? And that's a thing that carried on with found footage movies. My favorite, Apollo. A little bit, yeah. Uh, is it Apollo 19 or Apollo 18? I don't it's remember. It's Apollo 18. Adam, show some damn respect for the fallen <laughs> astronauts of Apollo 18. Who died by way of sp- rock spiders. M- moon rock spiders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moon rocks, which are spiders. We all know this. It's a like, historical record. If you look into the promotion behind that movie, they were still arguing. Did they, did they do an ARG for that? Well, they, they, there were there were people who were like, nope, this is found footage, baby. And it's like, there are actors on IMDb. Like, we know. It's this, not CGI this, in it. It's fucking rocks, <laughs> moon rock spiders. No, but that was actual footage of moon rock spiders. That movie came out in like 2013. They think people are still buying the found footage thing. I didn't know about that. It was I've a little earlier than that. Movie. It was it was earlier than that. I saw it in was South it? Dakota. Yeah, I lived in South Dakota when I saw it. So, and I moved to now? LA in 2011. So, huh? I, th- I thought that was like a 2010s classic. Uh, no, 20. It's two, oh no, it's 2011. 2011. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Right near the years off. tail end of my time in South Dakota. But, like, Cloverfield had come out already. <laughs> like, we've but, had the big found footage by now. Yeah, but this is... This was 2000. This is just a year removed from the Blair Witch Project. Sure. And I, but also, so much of, like, the camera work, like, yeah. it's so reminiscent of that movie. I... It had to have been on their minds. Like, there's no way that it wasn't. And I'm sure that it was an influence. But also, like, even if they did kind of use that to sell, like, I don't know how well this sold. I don't no. know how widely, widely spread this was. Like, I just kind of stumbled upon it. And, like, I tried to log it on Letterboxd, and it's not on Letterboxd. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, like, everything is on Letterboxd. There are some TV shows on Letterboxd. <laughs> you can be the pilgrims of Dark Secrets. Yeah. Did you search for Dark Secrets? I was wondering. I did. I looked at, I looked, and I, and I looked, what I did was I looked up Scanner Darkly because I couldn't find it by searching for Dark Secrets. So I looked up a Scanner Darkly and found Alex Jones in the cast and I went to his like page 
and like tried to find it in his credits and it wasn't there he doesn't have many credits go figure yeah i know and so this documentary is all building up to showing us something called the cremation of care ceremony right. alex jones keeps bringing it up and like at least that part i appreciate that is yeah something i would expect i'd never see and you mean the festival itself like the, the yeah, whole that, play like yeah it's essentially easily the, the opening me- night ceremony of the illuminati's fuck olympics yeah it's very eyes wide shut yeah which also was a recent film <laughs> it's the thing people always talk about when it comes to bohemian grove is oh they worship this giant owl and i appreciate the documentary for at least doing that for right letting me see video of that entire thing it is inherently important i am glad that he did this right like it's the only positive thing that alex jones has ever done probably it might be yeah like i like, would argue I was kind of thinking about that this is probably his greatest accomplishment i mean what other competition is there? there's so little anti-semitism in this i mean it's there but there's just not as much as you would expect but you really gotta dig for it you gotta be a real yeah, anti-semitism fanboy to no. spot it all you know it's packed way more into the bbc the channel 4 documentary because it's like a shorter mm. thing Sure. So it's all it's concentrated. But no, that that video, that footage is good. And I enjoyed the random man on the street stuff. I thought that was pretty funny. There were some good. They, he got some good like NorCal hippie types, which was pretty fun. They went, yeah. to, he went to a dispensary. <laughs> yeah, there's he does a bunch of man on the street stuff. And he's yeah. in classic Bill Hicks form. He's cracking. Jo- I mean, Alex Jones form. He's cracking jokes. He's, right. <laughs> uh, but also, I don't know what he's expecting. This is right. where all of the world's elites go to gather once a year mm-hmm. to let out all of their most carnal desires. Yeah. And he's just asking random town folk about yeah. what happens there. That's like. Going to the Staples Center and asking a concession worker who the Lakers are starting tonight. They don't know that. Why would they know? They have. It doesn't matter that they're in the same building. Yeah, might as well be in different worlds. Yeah, a couple times he talks to people who used to work there, and he's he acts surprised that they don't want to talk about it. Like I wouldn't fucking talk about it. Are you kidding me? If I fucking worked at the crazy super rich sex resort like in the middle of the goddamn woods where i see like old men walking around naked all the time like i'm not gonna fucking talk about that shit i know they'll fucking murder me i'm nobody not just that but people talk about how big of an employer bohemian grove is yes so that guy probably just wants to keep his options of maybe working there during their next bacchanalia or whatever the fuck I'm sure you got to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I don't like it. I don't like this gathering, but I know how the world works. And so I understand that it's going to be kind of exclusive and secretive. And he keeps talking about the cremation of care and he makes it seem like this really dark and mm-hmm. almost satanic thing. And I won't deny that if you dig into the roots of it, it's mm-hmm. not like, the best but like if you dig into the roots of halloween it's like kind of satanic my problem is he keeps pointing at all this symbology and he's like mm-hmm. look at this there's a dead body on the program yeah. it's like i've been to Ozfest. right like there's some it has a program dark- yeah there's a program how many fucking satanic rituals you know of <laughs> Remember the ending of Rosemary's Baby where they got her a playbill? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a program for this event. Like, Yeah, there's like people there. It really seems like this worshipping of the owl thing that everyone makes such a big deal out of is just this kind of dorky thing where every year some poor loser is in charge of putting on the burning of the owl ceremony and, yes. and everyone just fucks sex workers for two weeks and goes yes. home. And then goes Absolutely. back to thinking about how to ruin the world. Like, it seems like opening night shit. 
It seems like yeah. music festival shit. Absolutely. It's it is so dorky. Yeah. <laughs> Once we actually get to the get to the thing itself, it's so dorky. There's a scene in the documentary when the owl finally bursts into flames. You can hear someone go, "Well, that's pretty." Yeah. And it's like yes. how fucking how fucking dark like- is all this if there's a guy in the back like, "Oh my god, I'm going to do that at 4th of July next year." That's crazy. Well, he, he's watching it in a crowd <laughs> across the lake with a bunch of people. It's a who performance. Are in robes. It's a who performance. Are just like, yeah, who are just, you know, like the guy that they see who tries to tell them how to get in, like uh, lawyer Rick is like, yeah, dress preppy and no one will really notice you. The mood is not young. It's not like, it's not a young <laughs> vibe. It's like, yeah, probably not. Like, it's old. And this is clearly an event where people who make the highest level decisions in the world mm-hmm. are supposed to come to, like, let loose. Yes. I don't doubt that it takes a pretty visually stunning ritual to get that into their heads. Yeah. But also, otherwise, they're going to be on their fucking Blackberry. It's 2000. Like, right, of course. They're going to still be making deals and shit. But right. you got to burn an owl to get these motherfuckers out of their shell so they can it, decide what governments to topple in the next 12 months. Yeah. And like Alex and his like buddy Mike, who are the two guys who actually go into the grove, they keep calling everything satanic and they like keep saying that everything is a reference to like the devil and some shit. But we're talking about a place where all of the biggest Christo fascists throughout American history have come to hang out. It is very clearly a Christian play, but like it's old timey and like Alex Jones and like his buddy are like evangelists. So they don't recognize the old timey Protestant Christianity. And he keeps talking about all the satanic stuff. And then at one point he shows a skull that's on a sign over like an entrance mm-hmm. into the forest. And he's like, this is the only skull we found. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, scared. Like, well, this place. I think he saw others, but he didn't get video. Oh, sure, them. sure. Oh, yeah. That's but- a that's a thing we get a lot where he's like, here's here's video of where people take suntans. But also, yeah. There was a bank of television screens with wires going into the woods. He, he, he in, in the in the in the British thing, he mentions two old guys walking around naked who are like, "Hey, why don't we pee here?" And then they just pee right where they're standing. Like that's the kind of depraved activities that he can think of that he saw that didn't he, he didn't capture. But I'm like, yeah, that's gross. Someone shit on the side of the building where I'm recording this podcast right now. Yep. Today. I've watched I watched a person take a shit on the sidewalk in front of me yeah. once. It's crazy to think about how both of those people were in the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. Absolutely. Nuts. Uh yeah, it, it, I'm just like I guess that's I mean that's gross, but again, it's creepier that it might be Henry Kissinger. <laughs> like <laughs> that's it's weird yeah, that, that part's that's weird. The thing. That's part. That part's weird. Yeah, you mentioned already. He breaks this documentary into sections. One of them is called the Red Coats, and I still have no idea what that section was actually about. But then that was the Brits. That's when he's meeting the British people. That's why they're the Red Coats because they're British. Oh, that's all. Yeah, that's all. Yes, that's all. Okay, that's it. Wow. Uh, Yeah, and then he makes that joke. That goes into a section called the locals. Yeah, and again, yeah, this is this is his man on the street stuff. It's fun. It's and very silly. It's so silly because again, these people live where Bohemian Grove is. Mm-hmm. I used to live very for for about 6 months, I lived within pissing distance of the UN. Yeah. And I cannot tell you thing the first about what goes on inside the UN other than what makes it out to the rest of the world. Right. I have no insider knowledge about the UN despite my close proximity. And yeah. neither do these people. Like yeah. he finds one guy with dreadlocks who's like, I heard it's rich white dudes with prostitutes. And I'm like, yeah. yep, that's probably it. Yes. Most people are like, I guess I've heard of that. I don't know. I mean, and then he has yeah. to like prod him and be like, wouldn't you be mad if you found out that this was happening? And like, he like talks to this guy who looks like, um, did, oh no, you probably, you were, you were probably too old to ever watch a goofy movie, but 
probably Goofy's yeah. Ki- yeah, Goofy's kid has uh, has like a friend named Bobby Zimaruski. <laughs> and uh, and he, he looks just like I'm gonna actually I'm gonna send you a, a picture. He looks just like one of the guys that he that he interviews in this piece. It's funny. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. That guy for that sure. That guy. Remember him? Yes. <laughs> Voiced by Paulie Shore. Because <laughs> yeah, he's got those glasses. I like the guy who looks like Jimmy Chamberlain from Smashing Pumpkins. Who he's the last guy he interviews. Who's oh. like. The last guy. It's mm. sa- it's satanic. They're building their like it's like watching someone confess to a crime they didn't commit. <laughs> like Alex Jones is just feeding him the details, and this guy's feeding well, him back. And it's like it yeah. felt like watching someone get radicalized, like <laughs> in real time. Like, because he was clearly already kind of just a stodgy Christian guy. And and then Alex Jones just keeps pushing and be like, well, what about this? Don't you think this sucks? What about this? Isn't this fucked up? Like, what about this? Isn't that satanic? And then the yeah. guy's finally in the end like, yeah, that's fucking gross. Fuck that place. If you could use one adjective to describe the satanic activity, what would it be? Yeah. Guy's like, uh, satanic, I think. Wow. What? Amazing. Yeah. It's- yeah. Yeah. It's insane. He's very Jesse Ventura-esque in this documentary, I will say. Oh, Except yeah. not as... Jesse's chiller, slightly. Especially very the slightly. part at the end where he's like, we're going to confront George Bush. I'm like, I bet you're not. Yeah. I bet you're not. No, bet. No, probably not. So, finally, we get to D-Day. And yes. that is Alex Jones's term for the day he finally infiltrates Bohemian Grove, just like D-Day. Mm-hmm. Same historical significance. And exactly so, like D-Day. Of course it opens with a scene of him shaving. Right. Because this is the Blair Witch Project Part 2. Right. Well, and, and just like the real D-Day, immediately beforehand, a bunch of British people tell the American, well, why don't you go on ahead and we'll, like, film you. <laughs> <laughs> I also, this was the part where I had that thought, like, okay, if this was really Alex Jones infiltrating Bohemian Grove, Mm -hmm. this is the part in the movie where the feds kick the hotel door in. Right. Because they're not just going to let that. That's what I loved about the Storm Area 51 thing, where people were like, they can't shoot all of us. The fuck yes. they can't? Yeah, of course have, have they can you, shoot you all, and they will. I, it, this is the American military we're talking about. Yeah. They could start shooting today and never stop, ever. It just wouldn't end. And the fact that Alex Jones got to do all this buildup and then manages to infiltrate Bohemian well, Grove, it feels like either the government wanted him there or Bohemian Grove isn't as big of a deal as people make it out to be. And I think it's the latter. I do too. Uh, m- more than anything. And like, but also much like Jesse Ventura, how like his idea of infiltrating is he literally basically just walks in the front entrance. Conversely, the best part of the British documentary is where there's like a f- several minutes of them doing preppy role play where they like pretend to have like preppy conversations. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust it. Yeah, the fact that they get in just by showing up at the gate and being like, we're members. Right. Well, I think they snuck past the gate. I think they snuck past the gate, like the guards. But like, I do fully believe that if you were inside that place, if you looked like you fit in, like if you were dressed like an asshole and like just, you know, were old or whatever and white or whatever, I bet you could pass yourself off and be like, yeah, I'm with the, you know, he talks about how he says that he was with the bushes uh, from the hillbilly camp, because apparently that's the name of the camp where the bushes stay there. And so he's like, well, you know, we've got the Texas accent, so we'll just say we're with Bush. And you know what? If they look the part, I bet that would not, I bet that would be fine most of the time. Yeah. All the footage of him sneaking in is mm-hmm. incredibly dull. Yes. Like this mostly. is this is the point where it really feels Blair Witchy because yeah. it's just shaky camera footage of people walking through the woods. Yeah, it, it's very lu- they're lucky that they've got a payoff at the end 
because yeah, I feel like there are a lot of these kind of uh, someone you know went out to find crazy footage of something you know like uh, the, all those shows about Bigfoot and shit where yeah. there's no payoff, there can't be because Bigfoot isn't real, and so you know at least this thing is real. That's the that's what it's got going for it. Yeah, there's a part where he talks about being approached by a sheriff's deputy. Yes. And conveniently, it's right after they turn their cameras off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, these are hidden cameras. Turn them back on. Yeah. And yeah. he talks about how they saw a bank of television screens with wires that disappeared mm-hmm. into the forest. But they didn't video any of that. No. Although I will say, like, I was very... I didn't understand... Why he was shocked that there might be security cameras in this resort for the rich and famous, <laughs> like, makes well, kind of makes sense. It's the same thing as when Jesse Ventura was driving around where the Bilderberg group meets. Yeah. And he's like, why, why am I being followed? And it's like, you're at the Bilderberg group. Right. Yeah. Like, there are bank executives in the United States who you can't follow home from work without getting followed yourself. You know, most people don't like being followed and rich people can do something about it. Yeah. People hate it. That's and if the they have the thing. money That's to all avoid it, is, really. it, they'll avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Again, n- neither of us are saying that nothing about this is sketchy. It's just that it, it's not confusing in the way that it seems like Alex Jones is shocked by things. My thing about Bohemian Grove is it's obviously sketchy. I don't love the roots of it. I don't love the origins of it. But it's also when it comes to the world's most powerful people, their fucking fire festival is the least of our concerns. Yeah. I like don't, there's Davos and Bilderberg Group and all of these things that are the same kind of stuff. And the bigger problem, even than all of that, is the decisions that come out of those meetings. Right. And Absolutely. how they're implemented on the world stage. I don't care how much fucking they're doing at Bohemian Grove. Like, I don't want I mean, to hear about Henry Kissinger fucking. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, if there's like sex trafficking happening, which I'm sure there is. Uh, Probably. <laughs> I would like that to not be a thing, obviously. Yeah, but also, I don't really think, if there is, I doubt any of the rich and powerful people know or have anything to do with it directly. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're not, they're there to burn their cares and not think about the things yeah. that they do. They are there <laughs> to burn an effigy of dull care, which is what they yeah, call the fucking dull owl, care, exactly. I guess. Weird. It's so weird. It's very weird, but it's also super dorky and super Christian. Like, that's what I kept coming to is like, this just feels like church, but also like a summer camp. It's like when you do like a summer camp play about your camp's founding, (laughs) but instead it's this. Back to not trusting Alex Jones. Sure. I'm supposed to believe that he couldn't walk through the woods with his video equipment out without Mm -hmm. being questioned. But at the most important moment of the night, when literally everyone who's there is all gathered in one place, he gets like a half hour of uninterrupted footage. No one says anything. It's shitty footage, but no, no one there's, he's sure there's cameras in these woods. Right. And none of them saw him because he's like zooming in and out. He's like, well, okay, I can actually explain some of this. And again, we we might have to do a part a part two of this BBC channel Four thing. (laughs) Keep saying BBC because I'm American and I just keep thinking of British TV as BBC. But they go into that a lot. He fucking cut a hole in a bag and had the camera in the bag. And like he he talks about like carrying it like this. Under his arm. Uh, And then again, there's that pager camp and all of the zooms and stuff are post. They're added. I'm not again. I'm not saying he has no. I'm not making excuses for Alex Jones, but I am saying I think he actually did this like or at least. No, I don't doubt that he filmed it. Like, obviously, he filmed it. No, I mean, and like he did sneak in, even if he maybe had some help that he didn't know about or wasn't really thinking about. But, like, nothing tripped my this didn't happen 
radar. No, I but think I am it suspicious happened. of his I just, framing. I just don't think I don't believe he wasn't invited. Sure. I don't think I, he I snuck mean, in. I think he made a movie making it seem sure. like he snuck but in. But there I is don't... evidence of another side of, of that also. Like we have other material that we can we can get to. But like I don't know. This is my this now this is like a uh a, a, a mystery. But like Yeah. He he if he I don't I'm not saying he wasn't invited or like that they didn't know that he was going to be there or whatever. But I don't necessarily think that, I think he thinks he's just even juring it. I think he really thinks that he just got in and it's like fine. Yeah, he might. I, I that's don't. it. I just, as I, far as how he got in, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I bet this Rick guy was like a, if this Rick guy that they, that was their source was a plant or whatever like that that would be just as much of an explanation the footage of the ceremony itself is cool i mean i guess yeah. it is cool even the right word no like i mean it it's, feels it's, like the the kind of thing where like imagine you're dating someone who's really rich and they're mm -hmm. like mm-hmm Will you come to this thing with me tonight? Like, it's a thing my family goes to every year. Yes. We can have lots of fun. It's just that on night one, they're going to do this dorky thing where they right. set a fucking owl on fire. You're and describing after that, we fucking <laughs> we play We play ping pong. We drink. Right. It's a party. We pee wherever we want. But there's this whole fucking ritual, and it's going to be dorky, but will you just please right. come? And well, at you... least at this point, it was guys only. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I my, think... my thing stands. That's still someone. No, sure. No, I mean, like, yeah, it, <laughs> the, the, the footage is, it's cool that it exists. Like, I'm glad that we have, like, like we've said before, I'm glad that we have this as, like, a historical document. It is so dorky though like the actual ceremony they do a fucking fireworks show to in the hall of the mountain king you know like that is dorky shit and like the fucking it's an elaborate fireworks display right is all it is that's it yeah it's the type of event where for who knows how long they did this they would end the show with like a jet, like a ragtime song. Like it was called the fuck. What was the song? It was called hot time in the old town tonight. <laughs> That's the name of the song. And like, it's like literally just a song that goes. <laughs> like that's how it would end. <laughs> and so, hello my baby hello my darling hello right my baby. yes it's, exactly it's so like i just can't be frightened by it at all like if he was if they were actually sacrificing a human being that would be different obviously that yeah, would be horrible there's a part where alex jones does like enhanced video at the end mm -hmm. and he plays during, the whole thing again during all of that, he goes, listen to the scream that comes from the sacrifice. Uh -huh, and it's like, yeah. okay, there's also a recording that goes, oh, you're trying to burn me again? And it's yeah. like, that, that's, that's, that's tapes. It's tapes mm -hmm. is what you're hearing. Walter Cronkite used to be the voice of this. I've, yeah. I found that when researching this. I wish and that how had... much cooler would it be if it was still him? That would have been great. Or if and it was like, I did kind of... John wish Madden. That we right. I wish we could have seen like at least one like really famous guy. Yeah. You know, like just Harry someone Carey. like in the background. Huh? Every owl was sacrifice. <laughs> owl backwards is luau. <laughs> That's my Harry Terry. Thank you. No, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Bohemian Grove is a thing I've not looked into that much. I've always assumed was pretty weird and shady. And then mm -hmm. against all odds, seeing this documentary made me f like less concerned about it. Yeah. I at least don't think that, I mean, it's just, again, like it's just so dorky. I just can't 
be threatened by it. Like, I obviously, it's bad that all of these people are so buddy-buddy and, like, are, you know, basically getting together and choosing the course of some world events in, like, this weird place where old men just pee on the ground. But, like, <laughs> the ceremony itself is not frightening at all. No. it. Re- I, I used to work for an insurance company that was owned by the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And... When I started working there on the first day, they were like, oh, also, we kick off every meeting with a prayer. And sometimes you will be asked to lead that prayer. And in that, in that moment, I said, no, I won't. I'm at work. I'm not going to pray in meetings. This ceremony feels like that person who gets tasked with praying to open the meeting. They're like, <laughs> look, I just want to fucking come to Bohemian Grove and you know have sex with well kidnapped women sure but now i've been tasked with putting on the opening ceremony it's my year well, and i hate this you know the, the 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 camp itself is just north of san francisco and um harry shearer has talked about this that he was invited like someone invited him to go to bohemian grove once and he was so fascinated by his experience that he actually made a movie that i've been pitching that we should cover uh called teddy bear's picnic uh i'm all for it and he has like he says like he went with someone who performed for the san francisco opera and so like those like people from that circle are getting invited to this thing too is like a treat you know what i mean yeah and so I imagine that's the type of person who they're picking to, like, also do this ceremony. It's got real theater kid energy. Yeah. Yeah. The ceremony for this one, didn't it had like a director credit? Yes. On the on on the program. On the program. The bottom, the director credit. Right below the burning dead body. <laughs> so, like, how, again, how, if they're handing out programs. Yeah. How fucking, I bet we can go on eBay and buy a Bohemian Grove program. A, a program? I, I bet, I bet it is like four phone calls max for one of us to get into Bohemian Grove to see the opening Yeah, ceremony. it's probably like Club 33 at Disney where it's like. Yeah. Like if you give us 10 grand, you can come in, obviously. Exactly. If you know somebody, if you know, who knows somebody or whatever, like as long as you fit in. Like, I think that's the, that was the biggest takeaway I had from all of this is that like everybody there is basically the same guy and (laughs) just repeated over and over again. But like when you're able to see more of the area around where they were filming the ceremony, they're just in a crowd of people like watching fireworks. Like it just was like a normal crowd. It didn't feel like that. Like you feel like the really famous people are probably have their own separate viewing area for, you know, I, I bet there's still a, a, like a class strata within the hyper yeah, wealthy there's a, there's a VIP resort. for sure. Right? There has to be. Otherwise, why be so rich? <laughs> and there's, I looked it up on eBay. There is so much Bohemian Grove merch. Yeah. There are t-shirts, there are security badges, <gasps> 1980 Bohemian Grove staff ID, $30. That's, that's the thing is it's not really a secret. That's what's so <laughs> weird about the whole Bohemian Grove thing. And the, I, I will never not find it fascinating no matter what it actually is. But like, it really is just, it just seems like no one really makes a big deal out of it. They're just like, yeah, we like put on performances and we hang out and it's just about chilling. I'm going to buy this Bohemian Club Grove sesquicentennial banner. It says Bohemian Grove 1872 to 2022, 150 years. And on the bottom, it says weaving spiders come not here. And it is $22. And there are three available. Do we both want one of these for our respective homes? Because I I will buy that before we even end this podcast without you even answering me. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to not have a Bohemian Grove. And it could be an Etsy thing, but it doesn't seem like it. That's crazy. I bet it's real. 
It's happened already this year. It happened. But they also have other ones. That's what's really fun. Like, the summer one is the one that gets all the attention, but apparently they do it in the spring, too. Or at least they do something similar. It's a business. It's like a place where people work and they have to pay people. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I Yeah, I really didn't expect that outcome right. from this documentary. But Alex Jones made me feel a whole lot better yeah. about Bohemian Grove. He made a compelling case. Maybe that was what his overseers wanted. Right? They, they wanted That's- us to be like, no, this is actually cool. I actually, to be clear, I don't think it's cool. I want to be very clear. I mean, about you've that. made it pretty clear that you think what happens at Bohemian Grove is cool. I well, I know, but I want to clear this up. I really think it's very dorky. Like, I think everybody who goes there is a huge loser. <laughs> yeah, it's not that like, we don't sign off on their ideas and things. It's just no. I love Moloch. Such nerds. I just think it's very fun. He talks about Moloch. I bet if you said the word Carthage to fucking Alex Jones, he wouldn't know what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't know what fucking, know anything about Carthage or human sacrifice or shit. Oh, it's not letting me order these banners. I'm going to get it Damn figured it. out. I'm going to get it figured out. It's the fucking government the working fucking against government, us. government, man. They know. They know we're fucking, talking about it. Yeah. They know we're talking about this, but they did not know Alex Jones was parading around for three days in Bohemian Grove town waiting to infiltrate. Yeah. I mean, they definitely knew he was there. He made a lot of noise. He talked to Bobby (laughs) Zimmerowski, fucking went into the 7-Eleven and talked to that guy with dreads. Like That guy ruled. He had the Declaration of Independence on his (laughs) T-shirt. He was funny. So I think that's our episode, right? I think so, yeah. This, well, I guess we skipped over the part where Alex Jones, it seems like it's over. And then there's a, oh shit. Yeah. We have to talk about this. There's a Lord of the Rings moment where it seems like the documentary is over and then it just restarts Mm -hmm. and he goes, well, we're going to confront George Bush. Yeah. And what he means is he's going to stand the legally allowed distance from where George Bush is and shout across the street. But he does like, he's like. Yeah, like a few weeks after they were there, or like a week after they were there, George Bush announced his running mate was Dick Cheney at Bohemian Grove, which right. is crazy. That is weird. <laughs> and it also... It's really weird. It buys into my whole theory behind this documentary, which is that this was the American government wanting to instill some mistrust in the International yeah. Criminal Court, because we knew we were about to fucking wreck the Middle East, but also, you got to throw that tag on at the end, but where Alex Jones is like, but no, I don't like George Bush. No, that's no. not what this was about. Well, he's he, like, that was, again, before the Tea Party, like, these kinds of right wing libertarians weren't fans of the Republicans. That's a whole, again, we, this is like, this is maybe the most pre 9 11 conspiracy theory documentary that has ever been made because <laughs> it was released in like October of 2000, like a less than a year before 9-11. So yeah. like, I can't imagine another conspiracy theory documentary being this much, just that pre 9-11 shit, which is so hard to remember. Things have changed. The landscape has changed so drastically since then. Yeah. It's an interesting document yes this documentary it is it's worth watching i yeah like we we clearly have strong feelings about it yeah my main takeaway is still that i i expected to come away from it far more suspicious of bohemian grove yeah and now i'm just like yeah whatever it's the fire festival yes it's the fire festival if the fire festival worked yeah, if it was well run. Yeah. yeah. It's what yeah. Firefest wanted to be. Yeah, there were a lot of shots. Like, I went to the Virgin Music Festival once, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of shots where I was like, oh, that's what the Virgin Music Festival looked like. It's yeah. just cut into the side of the forest, and there's, like, beer stands. Right. Yeah, like, and you know, like, even that skull sign that they, that they pointed out, I'm like, we're talking about a, a place that does a play with like Latin and shit in it. Like yeah. these are dorks. 
<laughs> like they like that fucking renaissance you know you put a fucking skull in the yeah. painting in order to evoke death or whatever like it's all that hoity toity skull and bones shit like ivy league whatever yeah it's it's they're larpers yes they're just like they're larping as druids basically. yeah or like pay or like uh like you know bohemians like you yeah, know they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're larping as people who you know have i don't know i don't know it's just weird it's a weird thing would you go if they invited you if they invited me no uh probably <laughs> not no because i would that would feel like a trap uh yeah if i if like if i knew someone who you know like like the harry shearer thing where it's like he's friends with someone in the fucking san francisco opera who is like hey you want to come see this crazy thing I, that I might do. Yeah. But if I like got an invitation and they're like, hey, you want to come check out our Bohemian Grove? Come on. We're free invitation here. Well, we'll pay for your plane. Just come on out. Don't pack. <laughs> yeah. I think if I was like, not me, if I was like right. rich and sure. I just like started a fucking business and now I had untold sums of money and they invited right. me, then I'd go. But I mean, like, sure. If this episode drops and then they invite me the next day. Right. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I definitely, yeah, I guess if I were to, a totally different person, if I were rich, I can only imagine what an awful person I would be. I'd ask if I could attend via Zoom. <laughs> Socially distanced, but yeah. I mean, do you think yeah. that was what they did in 2020? <laughs> yeah, can I live stream oh, this? We need a sequel documentary. That's what we need. Yeah. I want to find out about that. Everyone's watching Moloch get burned, but there's just a bank of TV screens with people's yeah. faces. Oh, like how the NBA cool. worked during COVID. I get it. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They've got little cardboard like cutouts of people with like <laughs> with like an iPad on the head. <laughs> Pumping in crowd noise. <laughs> people going, oh, at the fireworks. The banner. I I think there was a 2020 banner on eBay. We're gonna get some fucking Bohemian Grove banners. Yeah, Buckle we've got up. more. That's coming to your there, home. There's definitely more to say about this. Uh, we'll we'll have yeah. to keep going. Well, we should do a legitimate Bohemian Grove episode about like sure. the founding of it and things of the like. Yeah, but uh, it's weird. I mean, like, but it's it also weird. weird. It's weird in a rich person way. It's not weird in like. A satanic cult way. Yeah. 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 Like, have you ever been to a rich person's party? The food is weird. Like, it's. Yes. They don't. They're not people. Yeah, like, they're not they're, us. They're not us. Yeah. Things are. Like, they, they have a totally different understanding of reality when you're that wealthy. Like, it's just a totally different understanding. I, I, I can't comprehend it. Yeah, the comparison I kept coming up with in the notes for Bohemian Grove, it's like Burning Man. Like, yeah. is anything that happens at Burning Man any less weird than what happens no. at Bohemian Grove? It's just that but, Bohemian Grove is for the ultra rich and Burning right. Man is for like the medium rich. It's yeah, it's Burning Man for wasps like yeah. old rich conservatives is like that's what it is and it's it's just as dorky and weird and as you would expect from that description yeah the ceo of a major bank isn't going to be comfortable at burning man no no because that's all the lower one percent he needs to be right. with the upper one percent <laughs> Yeah, so, you might interact with a poor person at Burning Man <laughs> accidentally. Man, well, they work there, same as Bohemian. Right, Grove. this is what I'm saying. Like, but uh, at, everybody who works at. No, that's not. That's probably not true. I'm sure there are poor people who work at Bohemian Grove. I do like the part at the end where Alex Jones calls George Bush a Luciferian twit. Yeah, it's like twit. Yeah, yeah I I enjoy. He's like walking around Texas with like a someone in a robe, a black robe with a rubber George Bush mask on. And he's got a bullhorn and he's like, stay next. He's like, this is how George Bush dresses at Bohemian Grove. <laughs> like that's going to be the thing that people are like, what? There is a robe. Yeah. Like he's like, but it's not like this. It's more like a clan robe. And, and it's like, like, okay, man, does he? 
You think they're making George Bush participate in the burning of the owl? No, he's the one standing on the other side of the water well, going, that's pretty. Yeah. Maybe, but also like Give me another George PBR. Was in, like, he was in like skull and bones and shit. And I think for these people, like participating in the ritual is part of the thing. Even then, I guarantee in Skull and Bones, he was the guy in the back of the room going, that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure George Bush was mostly in Skull and Bones to get hammered. That's basically my understanding of George Bush as a young man. So I think that's our episode, right? Yeah, I think so. We got it all covered. We'll link to this documentary for everyone who wants to watch it. I know that's all of you. Uh, Olivia, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Uh, going back, uh, our lost podcast, uh, Trucking Right Along, um, like halfway through season one. So that's fun. Other than that, no. Uh, check that out on uh, wherever you get your bonus episodes of Conspiracy the Show. And it will be out for free soon, so you can listen to it that way, too. Uh, I would like to plug adamtoddbrown.substack.com. I don't know how many people listening to this podcast know, but I started out as a writer uh, for a website called cracked.com, and I was kind of like thrust into doing podcasts for a living. (laughs) And I have finally found time to start writing again. So you can read my writings at adamtoddbrown.substack.com. I got an article up about whether America is descending into fascism. And here's the thing. No. We're not, no matter what anyone tells you. We've been fascist this whole time. Yeah, uh, so, descending. It's the verb use is the problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so uh, check all that out. I would appreciate it. And I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. People of Earth, your planet is about to be destroyed.